Hey, it's Saturday today, and I'm kind of liking this new, more relaxed schedule right now, uh, where I just kind of do these videos when I feel like it, because I don't know if I told you, probably heard in the last couple videos, it's a little bit stressful to me to kind of force myself or will myself to do these videos every single day. It worked for me back then. When I, when I did it like a year ago and then I just kind of stopped because, you know, didn't have that creative energy anymore. And then I came back and started doing it again. And then I needed a break again because I was losing that creative energy once again. And it's normal. It happens. Uh, I kind of go through these phases where I get really, really interested in something and I'm just going to do it, do it, do it, do it. And then I take a, a break and I relax from it a bit. So... Yeah, all this to say is I'm enjoying taking these longer breaks in between because some mornings, honestly, I wake up and uh, I just can't be bothered to make one of these videos. I just don't feel like I have anything interesting on my mind. Don't really want to talk. I just want to have a peaceful morning. I'll go out into the backyard, water my plants, see them grow, and just... Uh, just be quiet and listen. But today is not one of those days. Today is a day where I'm interested in talking a little bit. And what I want to talk about is something that happened to me yesterday. So, as you may know, or maybe you don't know, maybe this is your first video watching me. If so, welcome aboard. <laughs> yeah, anyways, um, so I'm a delivery driver, and I love it. I've been doing it for like three or four years now. I guess it really started when I started Ubering. I was an Uber driver. Anyways, before I get too sidetracked with this story, I'm a delivery driver. I love it. I deliver rotisserie chicken to people. So I was doing that yesterday, closing up. It was late at night. We closed at like 1130. These were the last few runs I was just doing around, uh, around the neighborhood. So I think it was like 10.30 or something. And normally in my car, uh, I do one of three things. I either shut everything off, roll the windows down, and just enjoy the ride. Listen to the, the wind, listen to the car noises, listen to the night. Right now crickets are chirping outside. So like there's this nice kind of background music kind of going on. And if that's not happening, I'll roll the windows up and play like one of my favorite albums. So yesterday I was playing Adam Hart Mother by Pink Floyd. Love Pink Floyd. I don't know if I told you. Still have the album up there. The Wall, also one of my favorite ones. And uh you know, while I'm at it, kinda 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 tie this story together. My favorite albums changed. You know, I used to like uh Wish You Were Here. That was probably my favorite one. Then it kind of switched over to animals. And then I kind of liked the wall for a little bit. I used to say, yeah, the wall, don't get me wrong, one of the best pieces of music out there. But like, a little bit overrated for Pink Floyd. But then I saw it, then I felt it. I gave it, gave it another listen. I was like, holy shit, this is actually... I haven't been giving this thing enough credit. But anyways... Uh, I was listening to Adam Hart Mother, also just 
so freaking good. I mean, that first song, the whole like piece and how it sways between the movements. And I don't know how they had the balls to like make music like this because it's like nothing else out there. So that's the second thing I do. Third thing, I listen to podcasts or like YouTube videos of people talking and, and, and I learn, you know, so because I have a lot of free time, so I might as well spend it learning about stuff. I don't know, it could be about investing or a lot of the times two, three years ago, I would listen to uh, podcasts about Bitcoin or instructional videos about how Bitcoin works and why it works, how it works, all of that. You know, it could be about anything. Stuff about Ethereum. I, I remember listening to a video about uh, about gardening, how to garden, how to grow potatoes. It could be anything, you know. But like I said, I kind of enjoy learning. However, yesterday, I decided to rewatch one of my videos, Morning Thoughts, the one that I released not too long ago, and that I forgot to edit together, or not edit, um, like write a description about, I didn't give it a title, I didn't write a description, because I hadn't even watched it, I remember editing it together, and normally after I edit it, I rewatch it, and I really, really enjoy it, because it's like a time capsule, you know, because I, I had filmed these, like in person, like I'm doing right now, in like March, April of 2019, and I'm just releasing them now, like bit by bit, this year in 2020. So it's so cool to go back and rewatch what I was thinking about, what was on my mind, like a year ago. And it's, it's really, really cool. But this one I kind of forgot to do, and yet I released it. I remember, I think I was short on time that day or something, or I wanted to go do something else. So I released it and I was like, yeah, it's cool. I'll just watch it on YouTube and fill it in after I watch it there. But I forgot, so I don't know. I don't think anyone's watched it anyways, so it probably doesn't even matter. But if you have and, and you remember what I'm talking about, that video was blank for a long time. No title, no description, nothing. So anyways, I rewatched that video. I think it's number 23, if I'm not mistaken. I don't even know what I'm going to title it yet because I haven't filled that in. <laughs> But if you know, you're know you a regular fan, which I have none right now, just a heads up, I think I have six subscribers, and like each video gets two or three views, and then it just kind of stays there, <laughs> like the videos don't get many views after that. But hey, you know, it's fine, I'm not looking to be a big YouTuber or anything. It's mostly just a project for myself, because like I said, it's, uh, it's a little time capsule for me to revisit, and uh... Maybe learn a little something from past self. Uh, so yeah, this video, it, uh, it reminded me of a few things, and it showed me how much I've changed as well. Because in this video I talk about how there's a break in trust with me and my girlfriend, who now that trust has been built up, it's still not completely there. Still not completely there. It's not where I'd like it to be. It's not where we'd like it to be. However, it's a lot stronger than what I remember from a year ago. 
I mean, we're getting married now. We're basically fiancés. She's not my girlfriend anymore. She's my fiancé. And again, Steph, if you're listening, shout out to you. I love you. So glad I've had you as my second half for this wild, wild journey our life has been. So yeah, uh, that's changed a little bit. Still a little bit of distrust. I think that's normal. I have a feeling every relationship is, is like that. Nobody trusts each other 100% all the time. I mean, people make mistakes. People, people change. All of that. So, yeah. Sorry, I'm just getting lost in, in, in thought a little bit. You know, going through all these memories. Memories with her, memories of myself, all that. Uh, right, and, and as far as that goes, you know, listening to my words back then, saying how I just wish we could trust each other, and, and, and how all of our problems are coming out of a lack of trust. It's still true, it's still true today. A lot of the stuff we argue about, because we still argue, right? it's like it's unavoidable. There's always going to be an argument, and um, I'm not running away from it anymore. I'm not trying to uh, like crush it and squash it, because in an ironic twist, that's like me not trusting her, trying to change her again, I'm telling her not to argue with me. I mean, that's just her nature. She's a bit of an argumentative fighter, and I should appreciate that. I should appreciate that, that critical thinking, that fighting spirit within her. She's not always going to agree with me. She's going to disagree with me. I mean, like I said, she's like my mirror. She's my opposite. She shows me what I do wrong in life. And she mirrors it, but in the opposite sense. You know, if I stick up my left hand, she'll stick up her right hand right back at me. If I tell her, let's go left, She'll be like, no, let's go right. And funnily enough, we're both pointing in the same direction, but we just have a different method of getting there. If that kind of makes sense. I guess I'm trying to use the mirror analogy here. If, if you point left in a mirror, it's as if it's the mirror image's right, but you're both pointing in the same direction. So you're agreeing, but you're not agreeing. If that sort of makes sense. And in any case, uh, I should learn to appreciate that more. But there were some other things that I said in that video that I disagree with now. I've changed my opinion on. For example, one of them was uh, I gave you know companies and greedy corporations a, a bit of a shakedown, a bit of a rundown that I think was a little bit unfair. You know, I gave Uber a tough time, especially in that one, and for as much good as they've done for me, I mean, there's plenty to criticize, but I still think they're doing a, a wonderfully valuable service, and especially with regards to, like, stuff I said about minimum wage and, and a living wage, I think I said something along the lines of, you know, if, if your business model requires you to pay sub-minimum wage to your employees, to your workers, to your team, just to stay afloat, just to turn a profit. 
you know, you don't really have a good business model. You don't deserve to be in business. I, I take that back. I think that's very short-sighted. See, because anything is better than nothing. What I've realized, especially now with the pandemic, just having an opportunity, even if it's a one that you potentially would like to be better, it's better than no opportunity. And so these companies that do something, produce something, I don't know, at least they're making something. It, it's not like they're just consuming. I mean, they're still doing something for the employees, they're still doing something for society, they're providing something, service, whatever it may be. And even though it might not be ridiculously profitable, even if it might be like potentially not very profitable at all, to the point where they have to find ways of paying less than a minimum wage, I think that's still a good thing and that we should appreciate that. Because like I said, they're still doing something. Even if it might be, I mean, here minimum wage is $13 an hour. Even if they might only generate $8 of profit per employee, I mean, they should be able to pay them $7, no? Because that's still $8 of profit or value that's being made. And, and, and I use dollars loosely here because, uh, you know, dollars are really just supposed to be a, a symbol of wealth. So assuming that, that that symbol is properly representative of the wealth they're generating. Uh, so let's say they're making roughly $8 of wealth an hour per each employee. Let them, let them, they're still doing something, you know. And I actually take back all of my stances on minimum wage. I think it's actually a horrible thing. And, and I don't want to get into the politics of it here so much right now. It might upset me. <laughs> I don't feel like being upset right now. But I just think it's dumb to, to be so judgmental and just to cut it off and say, no, you can't do that. Because it's like, it's, it's still something beautiful. And, and there's definitely a positive side to it that, that we should appreciate. Um, and I can relate to it too, because funnily enough, yesterday, I think I made below minimum wage. See, because as a delivery driver, we work with tips. So our employer's allowed to pay us like a, it's still kind of a minimum to how much they could pay us, but it's, it's below the regular minimum wage. Because minimum here in Quebec is thirteen ten right now, and then the the below the tip earners minimum wage is ten forty five I think an hour, and then you're expected to make more than that with tips. Plus they provide us with a car, so there's no expenses there. You know, so it usually works out. But yesterday was a really quiet day, which is funny because it was a Friday and normally Fridays are busy. However, it was a very quiet day. I didn't make a lot of tips, and I think in, if you were to calculate my total, uh, I have it on my phone, I could pull it up, but I don't remember. I believe I made some like 12.45 or 12.50 an hour, if you were to calculate it out, which is below minimum. And I was a little bit upset, I was like, ah oh, man, that sucks. But, then I thought about it, you know, I still delivered food to people's doors. I fed them, I made them happy. And 
through that I made a little bit of profit from my employer so that he can continue operating this wonderful service, this wonderful rotisserie business where they're making this really tasty chicken. And even though I'm vegetarian and I don't eat it, I know it tastes good because people order it and people love it. And I always see the smile on their face when I deliver it to the door. You know, so, so there's still this great community being built from this, even though I was paid less than the minimum. And there's nothing wrong with that. I, I still enjoyed my day. I still, you know, got to see my, my work colleagues, my friends. I got to listen to Adam Hart mother in the car and just enjoy it and get paid for that, you know. So it was still a good, good day overall, even though I got paid less than minimum. And sure, if I had to do this every day, I personally, I'd probably leave that job and find a job that pays a bit more because I've to support a certain lifestyle that I'm comfortable with and I potentially wouldn't be comfortable making less than a certain dollar amount because there's expenses and whatever, whatever, whatever. But to somebody, potentially somebody who, you know, maybe they're an immigrant, they don't know English, they don't know French, this could be a good opportunity to get their foot in the door to build up some language skills. Because I talk to customers, I talk to my coworkers, talk to my boss. We use French, we use English, and through these delivery jobs, through Uber, uh, I met a lot of French customers. My French improved dramatically from from what I learned in high school. And I mean, there were days where I wasn't getting paid so much, but there was a hidden value in learning that language and learning that skill. And for me, it was language, you know, for somebody else, it might be something else. It might be people skills, let's say, or, or service skills, how, how to make your customer happy. And you can't really put a dollar value on that. And if you try to, um, it's, it's, it's just never going to be a good representation of what that that wealth really is it's because the symbol is always limited the symbol just represents the wealth it isn't the wealth itself and so you can get a bit lost in the in the translation there and then to mandate like a minimum amount of wealth that you can generate and then make it illegal below i think it's just a bit strange and, and dumb because it, it blocks off opportunity from people because now, um, let's say you are an immigrant, you don't know English and French very well. Nobody wants to hire you because, you know, you might not bring them enough value as, as a business owner to, to justify hiring you. And then you feel forced to pay them a certain amount that you know you're just going to lose money on them. You just don't hire them. And then that person is left shit out of luck. You know, they never get the opportunity. To, to learn something, to learn a skill, to build up their skill, to potentially then be able to make more than minimum wage or whatever it is and earn a living wage. But you have to earn the skills to earn a living wage. Anyways, so I've changed my ideology around that. And yeah, it's, it's just nice. I, I appreciate the change. And I don't necessarily regret saying those things because in the moment, you know, 
I truly believed it with, uh, with conviction. But I was wrong. And who knows, maybe I'll go back to it in the future again. But right now I think that was wrong of me. And like I said, it's not that I regret it. I've just changed. And change is welcome. Such as is today. So welcome change to talk again. Because I took a bunch of days off where I just spent mornings in solitude and quietness. And that was a nice change too at the time. Yeah. I think I'll end it here. And uh, I'll see you when I see you again.